0: Hello and welcome to today's episode. I am so excited to introduce you to today's guest. I make no secret of the fact that I love working with action takers and the woman you're about to meet is an action taker with a capital A, Amy Faulkner and her husband, Alex, run a business together called Starts With An A. And I began working with Amy and Alex about 18 months ago as they were preparing their business for the arrival of their first child. And they were so enthusiastic and committed about preparing themselves for parenthood. And something that I just find so incredibly satisfying is connecting with them again On the other side of that sort of big life milestone and seeing them absolutely thriving. So, when I approached Amy for a chat, I wanted to talk to her about what it was like to build a business with her life partner, which is obviously the title of today's episode. I thought that she would give a really honest um, insight into what that is really like. And that's absolutely what she's doing for us today. thought that, you know, it would be good to hear from her what it was like to do that pre and post um, parenthood. Um, But what I didn't realize when I reached out to her was that they have been incredibly busy over the last few months. So not only have they become parents, but they've continued to build their brilliant first business starts with an A, but they have also Temporarily moved overseas and started a second business. Now, Amy will be the first person to tell you that she is not superwoman, but I love putting the spotlight on women like Amy who are just getting on with it. They're not talking about it, they're not procrastinating, they're not learning. they are taking considered action to build their businesses and make things happen and actually live the life of their dreams right now. And that is absolutely what Amy is doing. And I'm really excited for you to hear her share this with you in her own words. Amy, I am so looking forward to this conversation with you. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you so much for having me, Michelle. It's lovely to see you. It's great to see you too. Now, we last worked together um, back in September 2021, which seems crazy. And back then, we were preparing you and Alex and your business for the arrival of your baby. Since then, you've had your baby boy, Max, you've relocated temporarily to the UK and you have started a second business. You absolutely don't let the grass grow under your feet. I think when I was having my girls, it was a big achievement for me just to get out the door and grab a takeaway coffee in between feeding, washing and settling them to sleep. So I want to know how the (laughs) hell have you done all of this in such a short space of time? Um, Thank you so much, Michelle, for that glowing
1: intro. Um, And gosh, yeah, when you summarise it like that, um, it certainly sounds like you're talking about somebody else.
0: I know, Um, but it's not. It's you. This is your life. It's amazing. So it's been certainly a whirlwind.
1: And, um, yeah, Max is um, coming up to 18 months now. Um, And as you said, you know, we were in that planning phase uh, with you, which really was just, you know, invaluable Um, you know, Alex and I obviously reached out to you for those sessions to have that external sounding board. Um, And I think, you know, having your own business and preparing for maternity leave, you know, I always knew I wasn't going to be putting a out of office on for, you know, nine, 12 months and never thinking about it again. Yeah. And um, yeah, I think working with you through that, um, you know, really enabled us to do the planning. And that's ultimately, I guess, what's happened over the last 18 months lots of different planning and and plans along the
0: way. Yeah. So but when we did that planning session the move overseas wasn't like sort of set in stone. Like I think we we talked about the fact that you would be wanting to spend time with family and that kind of thing mm. but um so I think yeah we had that the the sort of the structure the scaffolding as far yeah. as business was concerned but then you know not only has 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 the business been going gangbusters um even without you there and i would like to yeah. i would like to talk about how you guys have done that because i know yeah. there are a lot of people who listen to the podcast who are you know planning on on having babies or perhaps a second child or whatever and um i think what i think what i loved about working with you guys back then was just how realistic you were. Like there was no la-la kind of fantasy of what it was going to be. Like you were really prepared. Like you were, you know, you were hoping for a great outcome, but you were also prepared for, you know, that, that things may not go swimmingly. As you said, being able to turn on and out of office and disappear mm. for an extended period of time when you have your own business is not always possible. But yeah. you guys managed to make it work.
1: Absolutely. And I think when we were talking, you know, I was really conscious of not trying to You know, put on this. Oh, I'm going to do it all. I'm going to be the business mom and juggle the baby and do all of that, that thing, those things, you know. And I was sort of, you know, read books on it and it was really on my mind um, about that. And, you know, a lot of the work we do is project to project um, basis. So it is, can be quite hard to fully resource for throughout the, you know, throughout the year and knowing when we need to dial up and dial down and when I may need to step in or step out. And, um, Particularly in those, um, those those latter months prior to uh, Max being born and even in those first uh, months after, Alex and I introduced this sort of guiding policy um, where we just said, if it's not essential, don't worry about it. Oh. So even though we'd done the planning, you know, we, we shared a few documents of, you know, things like, okay, what is every task that I do in the business? Um, you know, and then I was thinking who else would be doing those tasks, um, you know, which projects um all the admin you know even just from the financials um you know bass and all things like that that really yes. has no, didn't really have any visibility on you know so in the the I just pulled together these documents almost as we will say if I got hit by a bus somebody would pick that up and know these are all the things Amy does from a, a monthly basis to an annually basis to a daily basis um but planning, you know, prior to the birth, it felt like going on holiday on steroids. Yeah. That you know, I wanted this perfect handover, and everything had to be done and sorted. <laughs> and I was, you know, wanting to tidy up the the Google Drive. And, oh, yes, you know, the Google Drive.
0: Yeah, I'm terrible. <laughs> you don't for want saving... anyone rummaging around in there and going, "What is she filing things like this for?" <laughs> <laughs>
1: exactly. And and Alex is like the best filer, and I'm terrible, like for you know, screenshots on my desktop. Oh, and yeah. Yes, yeah. You know, I live in my downloads folder because then I'll just quickly search in there. And so all of those tasks that you never get to do, I, I put a lot of, you know, pressure on myself that I had to have this perfect handover because I wanted to free myself up that mental load to be, mm-hmm. you know, the mom and be there and to be present. Yeah. And I think there was a lot of that, um, you know, yes, planning,
0: mm-hmm. then
1: prioritizing and then sort of accepting that not everything is going to get done. Yeah, that's such
0: a great outlook, Amy. And I love that we're talking to you on the other side. It's like we're not just mm. talking to you about the preparation. So how did that serve you? Like did you did you find that that, that, that then enabled you to to be that mm. present mum that you so wanted to be?
1: Yes, absolutely. And I think, you know, the benefits, you know, we know we're fortunate by working together, we had the flexibility, you know, of, you know, Alex perhaps could be at home, um, but then go into the office, but you know, it was really, I didn't have to get involved with anything, but we were obviously talking about things in the background and, um, you know, I am interested, but yeah, that, that really helped. And yeah. it wasn't until probably Max was about five months old, then a project did arise that it really felt that I needed to be present in there, um, you know, a new client joining the team and just to yeah. build that relationship. Yeah. Um, and again, we just were adaptable again, you know, for yeah. that, that I would have some time in the office and Alex would have time, you know, with Max. Um, yeah. But, you know, again, to be transparent at the time, you know, I had a bit of resistance to that. You know, I I wanted to oh. be doing the most thing. I
0: To almost to my surprise. Yes, this is funny because this is a conversation Mm. that I have with a lot of business owners. They think, oh, you know, if anyone needs me, I'll be there in a flash. You know, just call me, just call me. But then when, you know, once the baby arrives and reality sets in, and also that five month mark, they are, you know, they're really engaging. Like those first couple of months, they're just basically sleeping and eating and wouldn't really know, you know, then they're, they're not that sort of interactive. Yeah. But by five months, you're getting a lot out of them. So but I think that's probably also one of the perks of of the fact that you are both in the business, both mm. you and Alex. So um the fact that you can lean on each other and you know mm. someone can do the heavy lifting you know on the business front while the other's doing the heavy lifting on the parenting front and and vice versa so ha- has that worked yes and actually exactly almost how you've just summarized
1: it probably mm. is really has been our journey i think yeah. that has been you know um i guess you know we always we wanted to build the business in the way we we have and i think yeah just being adaptable and flexible—that you know, we we can do that. It hasn't been a real stringent. Alex is saying, right? Well, actually, no. I'm going to do the male dad role, and I'm going to the office, and you're doing the t- you know stereotypical mum role, and you will be at home. Yeah, it was really. Um, um, is playing to each other's strengths and mm-hmm. leveraging who's the best person for this role at this yeah. moment in time. Exactly. And at moment,
0: yeah, as opposed exactly. to the blueprint of, you know, this mm-hmm. is how things are going to run every single day, no matter what. Absolutely. And the reality with a
1: baby, as people, you know, will know, <laughs> you can't really plan. And as you said, when I, when things were getting more into a routine, I say in inverted yeah. commas because yeah. things don't last very long. You know, I go, yes, actually, I can join an eleven o'clock client Zoom because um, Max will be asleep. Yeah, come around eleven o'clock, would he be asleep?
0: No. Yeah. So it's <laughs> you're like, there on you mute, know. shoving exactly. the dummy in his mouth. Yeah.
1: Exactly. So I was like, no, actually, that is not going to work as a as a plan, you know, um going forward, uh, you know, at all. But um, yeah, certainly having that um flexibility has been a uh, beneficial for, for us to to work around.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. Thank you for sharing that so um transparently because I do think there is a lot of <laughs> fictitious uh talk about yeah of course you know work while the baby's sleeping and and you Mm. know get your baby in a routine and and your life will be forever changed but we do know that you know these little people have got their own agenda so I want to talk a little bit more about how you and Alex work together because you you've built well, one business and now a second business, which we'll talk about Mm. a little bit later, um, with your husband. Um, And I think women fall into sort of two camps when they think about the idea of working with their partner. There are some that hold a very kind of romanticised vision of what that might be like to work together day in and day out. And then there's others that probably couldn't think of anything worse. So I (laughs) would love to hear how you guys, a little bit more about how you guys have done it, because I think, you know, and, and you know, this is a big reason why I wanted to to chat to you uh, today was because from the outside and and, you know, someone that's been, you know, a little bit inside your business, I think you guys do it really well. So I'd love to know uh. what it's really like to build a business with your husband. Oh, thank
1: you. Thanks for that um compliment. It's probably more, you know, the swan analogy with the swan and the mad <laughs> kicking feet underneath <laughs> being the reality. Um, but I think what you described, certainly I can resonate with both camps. You know, overall, we, you know, we do have a blast. We enjoy working together um, and our skills, you know, do genuinely complement each other. Um, but also it can be the most frustrating person to work with as well. <laughs> um, so it, it has it all. It has its, you know, its highs and its lows, like everything. And, um, you know, I think certainly over the years is is adapting you know, professionally and personally to each other's personalities and, you know, where the strengths and weaknesses, um you know, together and, you know, understanding them and not trying to be each other um as well. So I think for Alex and I, you know, we know... I love, like, the big picture, so I want to have meetings and thresh things out and, you know, let's talk about all the details of the project and, you know, build out the roadmap and everything's all nice and, you know, planned, shall we say. Whereas Alex is very much, you know, he wants to just work autonomously and he's very much like, just get on with it and, you know, iterate, like do it iteratively. Um, I can never say that word properly, but, you know, yeah. and just keep um, refining and adapting and just getting things, you know, launched or getting things out there. So we have to. I guess, have respect over the years. And it's taken time, absolutely, to, you know, try to have a meeting and obviously he's just, oh, I just want to get on with this. And, you know, you can have that friction of, well, you have to just listen to me. Um, Yes. (laughs) So I think, you know, in comparison to other, you know, when you're working in organisations with other colleagues, you know, you perhaps can't be as, well, you're not, perhaps as blunt um, as what you are with your, perhaps your partner or husband or, or friend. You almost can you know, and I'm not saying this is right, you know, you almost get away with being a bit of like, oh, well, no, that's... uh bad idea or or something you know you kind of yeah you could
0: probably yeah a little bit less filter than say you would that's yeah yes yeah
1: exactly so yes yeah that is absolutely something that you know you you have to refine because and finesse because you could end up you know upsetting each other you know and I know I've over the years have felt that as well so what we've really worked on with that and um, again we have to compromise so if you know we want to have the meeting I want all the detail we'll schedule that in but then it's you know gets to do it's you know parts of the team and such will just do autonomously yeah so Um, he he um, has that
0: time to actually just go into his cave and do what he needs to do yeah and how do you find keeping like do you do you or are you able to keep work in a work box and like love and family and mm -hmm. max and everything in another box or do you find it does all merge in together
1: um, you know, a mix. In all honesty, yeah. I feel that probably we lean more, more to the 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 merging. It yeah. merges together. You know, we often have joked to clients that you know the beauty of uh, working with us. As a husband and wife, is your project will get discussed 24 hours a day.
0: (laughs) You know, we are always
1: on. So we are always going to be thinking about your project. Um, Yeah. But, you know, over the years, you know, I have said to Alex, if we're having a walk or, you know, it's a weekend,
0: you know, I might sometimes go, let's not have any work chat. Oh, nice. So you you actually set that expectation when you just want pure. Family exactly. Time or whatever. That's a great so idea.
1: I, yep. I certainly try and do those boundaries. Um. He can often feel well. I love what I do, so I don't see it as you know work. You know, I like, no. I enjoy discussing the projects we're doing. I enjoy discussing the things that we're doing. You know, as a team. So it is getting that that balance. And I guess what we we do make a, a real effort to do. And you know, this blends business and personal. You know, we do the kind of biannual, shall we say, strategy sessions. So yes. typically that might be the end of financial year um you know July time and again you know at the end of the calendar year so when it's whether it's December or January and we do uh you know the the work and personal life does intertwine often when we're doing these sessions um Mm -hmm. and we'll do you know reflection on you know what's worked what hasn't worked you know sort of typical SWOT sort of um, things but we do that across personal and professional, because what we have seen over the years is, you know, great, we can be really focused in the work, but then the personal exercise, hobbies, looking after
0: ourselves, friendships and all of that. Yeah, Yeah.
1: that might be falling down, um, you know, or it's unbalanced, you know, Alex is into his fishing and his golfing. And, you know, I think men typically perhaps um, might be a bit stereotypical here, but you know, have these hobbies that off they go and do where, you know, We'll be like, just going for walks and I like i know. board We can be and back in
0: 45 minutes. They go and play exactly. around golf and they're gone for like the whole day.
1: <laughs> exactly um so we certainly try to have those kind of milestones um you know every um sort of as I said by bi- biannually. annually but then um as well we do things monthly um but a particular one which has um, been prominent really in the last um since Max arrived is that Sunday sort of look at the week ahead session yeah. so even if I haven't been like or well, even from the early days when I wasn't actively involved, you know, in the business on maternity leave, you know, it would still be important for us just a line on that Sunday night, and go, okay, what's happening at the week ahead. Um, mm-hmm. And that would include, you know, me saying, Oh, I'm taking Max for his injection. So we mm-hmm. both just had full visibility of appointments that were happening. Um, we've also do, I know, you know, inspired by yourself of trying to plan things like the perfect week. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I I often struggle with trying to map that out when I'm thinking things might be moving parts, but at the beginning of the week, I'll actually go, well, actually, these are the things I'd like to try to achieve by the end of the week, which might be the going for a run or, and it's just sort of, if I've mapped them down on our weekly spreadsheet, it's just both of us being aware that, The other one wants to try and do those things. Um, And also maybe where, you know, if one of us or both of us have, you know, meetings, calls, it's giving that person space that, right, they need to be preparing for that or there's deadlines, client deadlines. So that and we genuinely we notice if we don't have that session you know we we feel uh,
0: yeah we okay. start to
1: feel it and especially yep. over this last term um, 18 months on and relocating you know to the uk which has been all about you know seeing the f- friends and the family we have yep. been you know moving around working on the different time zones yeah and that can slip off because it's Sunday. Of
0: course. Um, and you're and out at, we'll at the pub to, having a lovely time with your friends.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And then we might get to Wednesday and it feels like the week's running away with us before yeah. we have just so, yeah, really that alignment and communication really is, I think, something that we have, we're always working on. Yeah. But I think that for, for couples in a relationship is, is and working yeah. in a relationship is something that um, definitely te- just takes off the pressure absolutely and i in. and
0: i think that's so fantastic that you guys do that and i love that you've also got that experience of what it feels like when you don't and how things do slip mm. away especially um you know not to go into massive detail about you know how you're living your life mm. at the moment but you are you are quite transient at the moment mm. in the uk like you know you don't have like a it's not like your life back here in sydney where mm. you've got all the sort of structure that, that supports your, your life and routines Mm. and all of that sort of thing. It's kind of a little bit, um, you know, less so where you are at the moment. So, and I, and that, so it's like, okay, when, when is the work time? When is the family Mm. time? It's like, especially if you are actually staying with friends or family, well, it could be all the time. So it's making sure that the other elements of, of work and life get covered. So that's great. That's so awesome. So, I wanted to talk about the second business, the new business. Mm. Well, it's kind of new. Well, it is new. It is new. So basically you've gone from having your service-based business to starting a second business that is a product business. So I am Mm. absolutely fascinated about how this all happened, because, um, it again, <laughs> wasn't in the plan when he we was <laughs> speaking um eighteen months ago, which is great. And this is what I love that, you know, it's like you can plan for things, but then stuff can happen. And yeah. you guys have run with something that is that is is taking off. And I'm really yeah. excited. Yeah, to, to hear more about how it came to be and and what the big learnings have been for you yeah. through this this situation. So yeah, give us absolutely. a little snapshot of 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 yeah, what's happened. <laughs> uh well certainly yes, if
1: we'd have been discussing this 18 months ago, I would have not have thought that <laughs> this would be something we would be doing um at all. And to to give a brief backstory, so um the product's called Really Good Conversations. And essentially, it's a card game um, to get friends and families, you know, reconnecting, having, you know, more meaningful, interesting conversations, learning about each other and a lot, you know, reducing the mundane chitter chatter of life. Um, And I think, you know, from the the COVID, the energy crisis, all of the stuff that's happening day, you know, day to day. And um, it's the, It sparked for us um, a couple of years ago that the actual, I guess, thought was um, after Alex's grandfather had passed away and that realisation of, gosh, you know, when those generations pass on. You know, we no longer have the opportunity to ask those questions and hear the stories. And, mm. you know, we all, I think, slip into our, you know, busyness of life, but we catch up with friends and family and very much, you know, oh, what, what, have, you, what have you been up to? And it's yeah. quite perhaps current. And it's so mm. oh, i have you been doing this week or you might be chatting something quite topical. So that's sort of where where it started you know for for us um and we we through our own just discussions and thinking how can we again you know find out more about our own families and friends and we introduced it as okay what's the quickest way simplest way and we thought a card game you know literally yes. no barrier to to entry no technology required and yes also it's you know getting people off their phones as well you know right. we d- we've yeah, all done so like video. it's not
0: it's not an app you're not like filming yeah. their life story this is something um very analog which is yeah fantastic absolutely
1: and it's that's been the intention as well um so we were obviously still in australia when we were sort of thinking about it talking about it and then you know alex really pushed it forward in terms of you know redeveloping the product doing the design work and when we got back here to the uk um we thought right let's get some of this made let's actually you know we're back we're catching up with friends and family that we haven't seen for over two years, um, so we got a few packs made and just started, yeah, getting feedback from people, hearing what people would say, and um, you know, that's I think been definitely, you know, is a key learning for for anyone considering this. It's doing, you know, that minimal viable product,
0: yeah, doing
1: that down and dirty prototype. And so, can just, I
0: just clarify the down and dirty mm-hmm. prototype for you was literally just you carrying around like some printed cards. You'd catch mm. up with people. You'd be at someone's place or in the pub or whatever, and mm. you'd go, you'd you'd go through some of the questions. Is that is yeah, that, absolutely. Yep.
1: And the the very first oh, one cool. was literally Alex just printing it out, and we just cut them by hand. Yeah. Yeah, um, because I said, you know, we don't have time to fack around with, you know, <laughs> finding the perfect printer. The baby and doing bag. This. Yeah, <laughs> let's just see what people yeah. think. Um, yeah. And, okay. you know, so it was a real down and dirty. And then, you know, we were again through chatting to, to friends. Uh, and one of them, we kept saying, oh, we'll get some more feedback. And a friend highlighted, what feedback are you waiting for? Yeah, you know what else is there to do or say? Just yes. launch it. Just yes. get it over. Oh, we
0: all need people so, like that in our lives. <laughs> exactly. And I think
1: it was probably, you know, perhaps a bit of creative confidence block maybe on Alex's side or our side thinking, oh, well, you know, we're just sort of it's just something we're enjoying doing. Yes. So we got it out. We, we got it on, on Etsy originally. We got it on a, um, you know, made a, a Shopify website and uh, basically pre-Christmas. Uh, I went around local stores to get feedback, so get in person feedback from retailers.
0: So you um, got an that, actual prototype made, absolutely and, yes, and, and then were you were physically going around to stores and and flogging your wares, <laughs> exactly. Pretty much, and and that was the thing is originally yeah. it's like right, yeah, let's get
1: it on you know uh, online, yeah. But then it's thinking if we're going to invest in this and how you know invest in a larger order, we thought we need to get. Actual, you know, bricks and mortar retailers, yeah, gifting mm-hmm. retailers, their feedback, mm-hmm. and again, they gave some great insights. You know, they highlighted, you know, for any, you know, physical product, you know, obviously, you can tell the story online through videos, through, you know, more copy, through great pictures. In A store you are on a shelf, complete competing for that shelf space with everything else, yeah. So that was a big takeout. And we actually, before doing you know a, a large print run, you know, made some tweaks to the packaging on the front, yeah. yeah, highlighting just some of that key, you know, the usage points, the key messaging of what the product is, what it does. Yeah. For us, a key thing has been the manufacturing, and it's you know designed and uh, manufactured in the UK, yeah. um, so it's not overseas again, that's been a um a key point, you know, for us of thinking where do we want this to be actually made and what do customers care about?
0: Yeah,
1: um, so thats I'd say something for people to consider when they are, you know, if they were going to be making a product, where yeah. do you want that logistics chain to to yeah. be? yeah
0: um,
1: and I think it's a sort of there's lots I could say we've learned along the way because we really yeah. you know, there's been so much we've
0: learned. There's um, a book in it, I think, Amy absolutely think, yeah.
1: <laughs> you know, from it's the from time. Doing, it's exactly. <laughs> <laughs> from doing, you know, getting it online, then you realize, yes, we need to do more on social media. We need to be active yeah. there. And yeah, yes, yeah. getting into re- retailers um, and, yeah. and all of that and, and understanding and learning all the margins and such that retailers want.
0: Yeah. Um, but because did either I of you have a retail background at all? No. Like, oh my no, God. No. So you're literally learning this as you go. Yeah. And also, Running the other business still and parenting a very small child and traveling around the UK. I mean, it's this is it's wild, but I think, um, I just love that you leapt like you, you went, Look, this has got, we think this has got legs. We're getting good feedback and you, and you executed, you did it, you did it. Yeah. And I think
1: a big thing that I'm seeing, you know, compared to service to product base industry, you know, the product base, we are being very much led rather than us leading it because, you know, there are key milestones. You know, Christmas was coming up. So oh, when yeah. in September last year, we were like, you know, we should really give this a go. And you suddenly realize if we're going to do something, we need to do it now. Because people will be buying for Christmas. Mm -hmm. And then um, in December, we got the opportunity to do a trade show in London in January um, at Olympia. And again, we didn't know anything about this, but one of our retailers told us about it. And again, people, are buyers are attending shows in January to stock for the summer. And then, you know, they do these other shows, trade shows again in the September time for people, stores that may be doing last minute buying for Christmas. Yeah. So suddenly you realize, in comparison to service based, where, you know, clients, you're perhaps maybe on client timelines, deadlines, there may be a bit of, you know, you're going really by more people's calendar diaries. You know, we do a lot of workshops with clients and it's more Mm -hmm. gathering teams and there's often a, a delivery and outputs. But this, we've got, all these other external factors of if we, you know, it's now or never. If we don't yes. do it now, we will miss the boat for another yep. year. You cannot so,
0: manipulate time when it comes no. to this sort of stuff. Yeah, I, I exactly. get it. Yeah, And yeah. very
1: much that, just getting it out there and yes. seeing what happens, seeing what feedback you can gather. And, you know, we've since gone on to release, you know, a couple's version of the pack We've released a a kid's version as well. And that has been steered by conversations we've had along the way with people. Um, You know, there were all little ideas inside, but it became more and more prominent. The more we've spoken to people, the more people have said this would be really good in, you know, school or with kids. So ultimately, yeah, across the board, getting people having more really good conversations.
0: Yeah. Um, I just love you guys. I I love, I mean, your, your, you know, original business was starts with A and A is for, A stands for action as far as you are concerned. (laughs) It really does because you are just action takers. And I bloody love that about you both. And I, have absolutely loved all that you have shared today, Amy. You, it's just, and I really, really thank you for being so open about. You know, it's like you are literally drawing back the curtains of what it is like to have 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 done these things that you have done. And you know, I sound like a. Proud mother hen, but I am. I'm just so oh, I'm you. so impressed at what you guys have achieved, and I can't wait to see what this year brings for you guys. Okay. Um, it's really really exciting. So I do want to ask you the question that I ask all of my guests, um, and that is uh, for you to share something that you've read, watched, listened to, or experienced that's going to give our listeners. Lives or business a boost. What is your recommendation?
1: So you make me sound like we have got lots of time and I'm doing lots
0: of th- oh, <laughs> yeah. I know. In your spare time, what have you been doing time, while you've been you know lying around um, having manicures and pedicures and yeah, facial? <laughs>
1: Ah. I wish, I wish, um, but certainly, yeah, yeah, re- reading has definitely slipped down the list and um, but to help with that, you know, I have actually been using an app called um, Headway App, which okay. gives yep. like, bite-sized nuggets of the books because, mm-hmm. you know, I often do... S- you know, I find it more of a task to read um, books, um, you know, from cover to cover. I enjoy listening to the audio books when I'm walking, but I'm not really getting those uninterrupted walks um, in, you know, at all. Um, So that's really useful if other people feel that situation. Um, But one of the last books that really did strike a chord with me um, was that, you know, The Happiest Man on Earth um, by Eddie Yaku. Mm -hmm. And I think I I listened to that on audio and I think – it just really does put a lot into, you know, context and stuff and you know the reality of what people went through um in you know in the war back then. And um, you know, if you think you've had a bad day, you know, yes. there's times I lo- listened to that and you just thought, oh my goodness, you know, I've not had a bad day at all in comparison. So yeah. it's a lot la- um it's just a good different, you know, mm. real life story, really. Yeah. And I think that's what I enjoy listening to when it's real. You think, gosh.
0: I know. Yeah. No, I've, I've, I've heard that I've heard of that book recommended, um, a number of times and, and it is, um, yeah, by all accounts, an amazing story of a really incredible life. So Amy, thank you so much. How can, um, how can our listeners connect with you and buy the boxes and and all of that sort of thing?
1: I have it. Well, certainly, you know, I'm on LinkedIn, um, Amy yes. Faulkner, but um, reach out. We've got our website, which is um, reallygoodconversations.co, um, and we're on Instagram. And obviously, for Starts With A, which is our branding consultancy, um, that starts with A.co. So I'll send you all those links um, as well. And yeah. obviously, we'd love to, for your listeners, Michelle, offer um, a little discount code for the really good conversations. So we'll put that so you can have that in your yes. notes and, and, as well
0: Yep, yeah, I can vouch I've got my boxes and they are brilliant mm-hmm. my I, I literally had to like my, my daughters saw them when they arrived in the post. They're like, what is this? And snatched it off me. I'm like, uh, no, just give it back to me first. But, um, yeah, no, they're, they're great. Speedy, fantastic customer experience as well. Um, so, oh, yes, I you. will share that discount code with everyone. But thank you so much for all that you've shared today, Amy. I've loved you, chatting to you. We probably could have talked for another hour. Absolutely. <laughs> so much to cover. But uh, yeah, I, I really appreciate your transparency. And um, I'm you. really, I really know that this is going to have helped a lot of people. So thank you.
1: Thank you so much, Michelle. Um, and I will just highlight just because we have talked a lot more about the positives, but throughout it, there's highs and lows, there's overwhelm. Um, but you know, having people like you in our corner in our network is ultimately what has had you know, helped keep us stay um, sane um, along the way. So I know we've probably made everything sound super easy, but I don't want to. I don't think you
0: have. I think <laughs> you've been really, really real. So, but, uh, yeah, thank no, you. I, I love you guys. Thank you so much.